Hello, my dear friends. <laughs> How are you doing? I have not been here for a while and I feel I need to explain myself a little bit. Well, I kind of, I'm in this like chuckling mood <laughs> because what's happening right now, it's a uh, Sunday morning. My husband is still sleeping. We just had a change of time. I am in Florida and we just had a very, very, very cold night for Florida. It was only 30 something degrees. And so I am sitting in my office in my PJs, in my robe, with my hoodie on, <laughs> and under a very fuzzy blankie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it just cracks me up because, you know, you will look at the picture of me on my podcast and I have my makeup on and my hair is done and I just look nice. But that's not what's happening here, my friends. Not what's happening here. But listen, I haven't been here for a while and I really truly feel I need to explain myself a little bit to you. So this is what's been going on. I have been working on the second round of my online program for women called Self-Confidence Bootcamp. So we started in January and we kept on going. <laughs> I guided a group of women back in January, right, for a series of lessons on self-confidence. So they were learning about what true self-confidence is all about and why everyone wants it, why is it so attractive, how to build it so it lasts, and how to create it on purpose so no matter what happens in your life, you know how to get yourself back to that place where you just feel very comfortable with being you, no matter what happens. So we looked at their thoughts about themselves and what specifically stands in their way of feeling confident. You see, most of us doubt ourselves a lot, right? We beat ourselves for not being certain of what we want and uh, we've addressed all of this. And so many of the women that went through the program experienced inner shifts in their self-concept and they tell me that they feel way more peaceful and they have the sense of inner power. Which, listen, the truth is, when my clients get results, I get all pumped up. <laughs> That's why I do what I do, right? That's what gives me the sense of passion and this like inner fire to keep on going, to keep on creating. And that's one of the reasons why as we finished January, I was like, okay, we're going to keep on going because they want us to keep on going. And I'm like, we can, we definitely can do it. So I've decided to create an extension program, which is called Self-Confidence Bootcamp Boundaries. Okay. Because one of the things that I've realized is that many of my ladies and many of you out there too, and for me as well, like we just human beings, we have areas of our life that feel unmanageable. And these are the areas of our life where we feel like, yeah, I might be confident about this, but there are some things that are not giving me self-confidence. Like, for example, if you overeat when you're stressed and deep inside, you know, that it's the stress that's causing you to overeat. But even when you say to yourself, oh, I'm not going to eat more pizza tonight. And then you get up at like nine o'clock and you go to the fridge and you get that pizza. If you do that, that is like cheating on the word that you have given yourself, right? And that's stripping away your sense of self-confidence. And oftentimes this happens to us. So 
we've decided to continue on and look at all these different areas um, of our life and address as many as possible. So first we looked at habits, right? How much screen time we have every day. What do we eat? What do we drink? How much? And how does it make us feel? What false pleasures we entertain? What is that costing us? What are our thoughts about money? How much we make? How much we spend? You know, in that program, I also teach you how to create this like true sense of well-being that is not based on false pleasures. We look at how you spend your free time, if you actually manage it, or if it kind of just happens and you end up sitting in front of a TV all evening, not really relaxing, just distracting yourself, right? So we've explored a lot of this in the first month, and then the following month, We dive deep into interpersonal boundaries, which is where we look at your romantic relationship, your family, friends, work relationships. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you about this. This is an intense program. It's intense for me. It's intense for my students. Both of these programs are for you if you're ready to shift your mindset. But you got to be ready, right? Now, if you feel tired of how things are and you want something different in your life and you realize that since you create your life experience, you're going to have to do something to change it, right? If you're in that spot, that program is definitely for you. But it's for women, right? So to all of the ladies listening, I am starting another round of Self-Confidence Bootcamp 101 in the beginning of April. If you want to know more about it, just look at the description of this show. I have a link there where you can learn more and sign up. All right, now let's talk about why are you so unhappy? If you're an immigrant like me, you might have this sense of inner dissatisfaction in life. It's like underneath it all, you're cranky all of the time and you don't really know why. Now, not everyone has this, but some of us do. I did for years. And this is exactly what I want to address with you today. Because this is what often happens to us. We move to a different country and we do our best to somehow survive. Many of us are totally overwhelmed with everything that is new, because everything is new, right? And we do our best just surviving, just trying to somehow make it work. As we're doing our best to survive, we are adjusting, changing. We start to shift how we think, what we like. We want to be a part of this new society we joined. And in that process, we lose ourselves a little bit. This is completely normal. Now, At one point where your basic survival is solid, right? You know how to communicate well with people around you. Your job is secure. Your day-to-day life falls into a safe routine. Oftentimes what happens is that with time, you start feeling this sense of dissatisfaction. Like on one hand, life is good. You made it, you can be proud of it, and most often you are not actually, by the way, (laughs) because that's just how we are. But on the other hand, there is a part of you 
that feels cranky most of the time. And you don't know exactly why, but you don't feel happy. If I was to ask you why, you will tell me, most of the time, majority of you out there will tell me, I don't know why, Evelina. I just don't feel happy. Now, if I was coaching you, guess what question I'm going to ask you next. So I ask you, why are you unhappy? And you tell me, I don't know, Evelina. And then I say to you, well, guess, pretend that you do, right? So I would ask you to pretend that you know. Why? Because you know, you do know, but you've spent some time convincing yourself that you don't. So I need your brain to find the door inside of your mind and go through it. And pretending is a great way to trick your brain into opening a door it didn't know it existed. And when you go through that door, guess what we are going to find? All different kinds of thoughts that argue with reality, that argue with how things are. We immigrants complain in our heads a lot. We look at the society we joined and we find so many faults in it. We think and often say out loud, in my country, people don't do that. In my country, people know what is important in life. They don't chase after money so much. In my country, when you come to somebody's house, people offer you food and hot tea. People are not that great of hosts here. In my country, when you're sick, you can go see a doctor and you will not have to spend hours waiting for someone to see you. In my country, you can go to college for free. Education is so expensive here. In my country, people are smart. They actually read books and work hard. They're not lazy. In my country, people care about family, not like here. In my country, I have real friends. People here pretend to be nice, but they talk behind your back all of the time. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Do you have thoughts like this? Oh, I am very familiar with that conversation. I've had that happening for a majority of the years here, and I still... Do, it comes back. I don't invite it on purpose. It just shows up sometimes. But when it does, I pay attention to it because... Tell me this. How could you feel happy if your brain is constantly comparing and constantly finding what's wrong with the place you live in? When, when you have this inner bitching going on 24-7... It's impossible, right? Your thoughts create your feelings. The reason why you are unhappy is because you argue with what's happening around you all of that time. And then you also so often are dissatisfied with yourself. 
right? We have that extra dynamic happening within, deep inside. If we were to poke at your self-concept, you would discover that you attack yourself for not being as successful, as popular, as beautiful, as you have imagined you would be. And this inner dissatisfaction is a result of that exact argument, okay? So on top of that, some of you are out there with that extra conversation happening. If I stayed in my country, I could be a doctor by now. If I stayed in my country, I wouldn't have to choose between staying at home with my kids and my career. If I stayed in my country, I wouldn't have to feel so guilty for not being there for my parents. If I stayed in my country, I would have been so successful by now. If I stayed in my country, I would have a beautiful home by now and wouldn't have to live in an apartment. If I stayed in my country and married that guy I was dating, I would have still been married. Now I'm here, I'm divorced and alone. If I stayed in my country, I wouldn't have to work at the simple job. I could actually use my education. Again, tell me this. How is that serving you? How is that helping anything? That argument is the exact thing that is creating that sense of regret and dissatisfaction. You don't want to create deep, meaningful relationship with people around you. You close yourself off. You dream about your past. And your life is passing you by. All the opportunities to create deep, meaningful moments in your day go by. Because you sit there and dwell in how it was and what could have been. Your American dream or your German dream or your Chinese dream or wherever you're at, that dream is not happening because you're not creating it on purpose. You're dwelling in the past or in the future that could have been, right? And who is creating this little hell for yourself? You are doing it to yourself, my friend. It's your own doing. You create your misery. Like, what? Yeah, it's your doing. It's really your doing. You might argue with me about this and say, no, Evelina, but if it was different, I would have been happy. No, honey. No, 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 no. Your happiness comes from your mind. It comes from what you think about yourself and what's happening around you. That's where your happiness comes from. And that's good news, because since you've created your little hell, you can also get yourself out of that spot on purpose. You don't need anybody else to do that for you. You can do it for yourself. You can decide to look for what is working, what is good, what are all the things you can be grateful for. You can direct your brain to the good. And listen, that actually has to happen on purpose. Complaining is easy. It takes no effort. I'm going to tell you why. Your lower brain is scanning your reality for what is wrong. This is happening automatically in your head. God made us this way so we would survive in this reality. But as your brain is looking for what is wrong, it's delivering the thoughts 
that are negative, that create that sense of dissatisfaction. So when I tell you that you can direct your brain to the good, what I mean by it is use the other part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex. Take a piece of paper and make lists. Write it out. What is good? What has been working out well? What do you enjoy about living where you live? Who are the people you like? Why do you like them? How have you created a sense of connection with them? What do you have in common with your neighbor? What do you like about your co-workers? What do you like about the city you live in or town you live in? You have to teach yourself to redirect your brain to see the good. This is how we create a sense of satisfaction and belonging. And that's also how you create a sense of self-confidence. Because when you recognize that you can be in charge of how you feel, that gives you a whole lot of power. (laughs) And remember, my dear, you are definitely worth this work, no matter what happened in your life. All the struggles you've gone through, you deserve to give yourself a chance to feel better. Especially if you have gone through a very, very difficult time. No matter what happened to you, you have survived it. And you can acknowledge what took to get here. You can be proud of yourself for it. Life of an immigrant is not easy. We all know this. If you made it abroad, you are a rock star. You are a badass. Even if your brain says, oh, that's not that big of a deal. Other people have done it. That's your lower brain delivering this beautiful thought, by the way. huh? No, other people have done it. But it doesn't mean that it was easy. It was hard. And it still is hard. But you are showing up and you are making it happen. So hey, I genuinely mean it. You can give yourself credit for it. You have earned it. And to all of my immigrant women out there, listen my ladies. If you want to shift that sense of dissatisfaction, come join my course. So many of us walk around with old self-concepts, not understanding how to manage emotions, how to feel emotions. We constantly run away from ourselves, pretending that everything is fine. We don't explore why is it that we feel low. Why, when we compare ourselves to other women, We have this constant sense of, I am not as good as she is. I'm not enough. We dwell in our not enoughness. You know what I say? Enough of this BS. Enough with this already. You have been created by God exactly how you are. You are worthy because he created you. Your uniqueness is your value. If you were to die, 
there would be a big empty hole and nothing would be the same because you would not be co-creating this reality with your unique energy. See? I want for you to see that every single day and I want for you to celebrate it. Celebrate your life. Feel how special it is that we are here, that we get to do this. Create life that you get to really enjoy and love each other in it. Let's love on each other. Because why not? We can. That's what we're here for anyway. I want that for you and everyone else. So, if you're ready, come and join me in April. And if you are listening to this podcast later on, here's what I know for sure. (laughs) I'm running some sort of a program because I love it so much. I love to coach. I love to teach. I love that I get to help women find themselves and create more enjoyable lives. So I'm sure I'm running some sort of a program and I'm sure that you can find out more about it on my website. So that's where you need to go. Go to my website if this is in the future (laughs) that you're listening and looking. All right, my wonderful friend, I will talk to you next time. Bye.